G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Some insights today about what many mothers suffer after giving birth to a baby. Nikki Jeffrey was one of those young mothers who was on top of the world, excited about having her first baby, but things spiralled out of control. Having become a young mother and feeling like she had stumbled into a dark pit that seemed impossible to escape, she was experiencing postnatal depression. Having recovered, Nikki gave birth to her second child, and things got even worse. This time, it was not just postnatal depression, but a much more serious condition that doctors called postnatal psychosis. Well, Nikki Jeffrey tells her story in her book called Encouraging Mums with Hope, Light in the Darkness of Maternal Depression. Nikki is joining us from her home in Coffs Harbour in New South Wales. Nikki, a special welcome along to 2020. Thanks so much, Neil. Nikki, you wrote your book to help Christian mothers who are facing maternal mental illness and specifically postnatal depression, anxiety and psychosis. Some of those terms are a little bit foreign to us. How do you describe what's going on in the heart and mind of someone who's going through these postnatal depression issues? Um, Yeah, well, I think that postnatal depression, it is a clinical diagnosis that you receive from a doctor and it is it means that you are sick. It's not just something that's going on in your head. You actually have an illness and it is a mental illness, but it affects your whole body as well. Like people probably often think it's just something got to do with your brain, but you physically feel a lot of symptoms as well. Um, and you you know sometimes you're lacking in sleep and you're already sleep deprived perhaps because you're getting up in the night to feed a baby. And your hormones are just going crazy. So I think there's just a lot in the mix when you're a mother and you're facing these things. Nikki, let us in on your own story. You've been through substantial things uh, with your children. Uh, Let us in on your background here. Yeah, so I had my baby. We were living in a different town. We were living in Inverell in um, New South Wales, just country New South Wales. And when our baby was six weeks old, we moved to Coffs Harbour. So that probably was a pretty tough thing to do. But we moved because we wanted to have um, a change in career for my husband. And we thought it'd be nice to live at the beach. But we actually at that time had left all our supports behind and left our family and friends. So that was a really difficult thing to do. So four weeks after moving to Coffs Harbour, I'd slipped into depression. And I'd never known depression before. I'd never had depression before and even though I knew in within our family biologically there were people that had been depressed and anxious but um, I still I think being a Christian didn't think it would happen to me and I understand a lot more now that you know it doesn't matter whether you're a Christian or not you will still have trouble in this world and, and that may be 
depression. Is there a sense too when you uh, up tent pegs and move to another town, as you say, you leave your support network behind, and that might be family, it might be friends, it might be your local church, but when all of those circumstances change, does that alter the way you feel, the way you might have that sort of sense of security and all of a sudden you're on your own? Yeah, that's right, and I think like whether... Um, you know, if you had a baby or not, you could still get depressed from moving because it is difficult. You do feel alone. And I remember that was how I did feel in those first few weeks, um, just starting to feel a bit abandoned. And I think it also translated for me into feeling abandoned by God because sometimes when you get to that place of anxiety and depression, you sort of feel like maybe God's not there anymore. Like even though everything you've been taught and known before and everything the Bible says tells you that he's never going to leave you, but in that that place where you're quite sick and hormonally struggling um, as well as chemically struggling in your brain, you can feel like God's not there. For a lot of people, I imagine they get some sort of diagnosis and there's some sort of medication because maternal mental illness is treatable. But we are a whole person. We're spirit and we're soul and body. There is a certain sense in which uh, what you're reflecting on here, it takes it deeper than just uh, some sort of a medication that you take to treat mental illness or post-maternal uh, depression. Yeah, and I think what happened to me was I went to the doctor, a new doctor in Coffs Harbour and burst into tears and straight away she put me on antidepressants and sent me to a psychologist and even though they were steps that probably I needed to take, there are a lot more things that needed to happen and I think we have to look at women holistically when they're in this season of their life. It's a season, but it's a season where they need the right nourishment for their body in terms of what food and supplements they're taking. They need to be able to have exercise even though they've got a baby. They need to somehow get out of the house and exercise and and they might need to speak to a counsellor or a psychologist. Um, but yeah, I think there's just a lot to it. We need to look at the whole person and I think a, a lot of my situation that happened initially was that there was grief because I had left all my supports behind. I was grieving the life that I had before. And I think to a certain extent, every mother grieves the life they had before they had children. If they might have had a career or just a bit more freedom, we feel like sometimes we lose ourselves when we have a baby. And and yeah, we just have to somehow find ourselves again. And you reflect as a Christian that when you're going through these times of depression that you can feel as though God has abandoned you. What's your reflection, Nikki, on Christians who might be going through a battle with depression and anxiety and feeling like it's their own faith that's weak or feeling as though they are abandoned? What are your thoughts for people who are going through a a pretty dismal time of it? Mm, Well, in my book, I did address that. I I wrote in three sections, body, soul, and spirit. And in the spirit section, I put three myths about Christians with depression. One of them is your faith is weak. That's a myth. You need to pray and read the Bible more. I believe that's also a myth. And you can't be effective for the kingdom of God is another myth. So I don't mean that you should stop praying and reading the Bible, but I just think sometimes when people say, oh, if you just prayed more, if you just read the Bible more, you know, you'd be all right. But it's not as simple as that. 
we need to keep doing those things and in those times where we really struggle and we feel like we can't even pray and and sometimes I found too when I was really unwell when I read the Bible I just felt condemned by the things I read even though that's not how I probably should have taken it so I think in those times you really just need a a church and, and Christian friends and family to lift you up in prayer because those are the times where you, you're struggling the most and you feel like you can't pray. You're reflecting something that is so close to home, this idea that our local church involvement is so, so beneficial to us for maintaining our mental health and for being a support around us when things start to spiral out of control. Let me just bring in that really sensitive word that we often find it difficult to talk about, and that is the issue of suicide, because Mm -hmm. you're aware that there are young mothers who've had postnatal depression, who have taken their own lives. What's your Mm -hmm. reflection on just how deep uh, the challenge can be when people are facing this level of anxiety? Yeah, well, I've just recently done the uh, mental health first aid course and it went over two days. It's a 12-hour course and it's just amazing what you learn. There are techniques we can use to help people when they're feeling suicidal, um, but it's really close to home for me because two years ago I lost one of my sisters to suicide. So (laughs) that's a whole other story, but... Um, yeah, I feel like there is hope, but sometimes we have to have those hard conversations with people. We actually have to ask people, are you feeling like you want to take your own life? And that they've proven in those courses, like the mental health first aid, that that is um, something you need to do to help people. Like it's not going to put the idea in the head. If the idea is already there, sometimes it's a real relief when people can speak how they're feeling and have somebody non-judgmentally listen to them and point them to professional help. I imagine having some sort of resource to call back to as well, and I'm going to talk about your book here for a few moments because what you're saying is there is hope for mothers who are struggling with postnatal depression issues and that there is treatment for this illness uh, and that the people who are around you are as just as important as uh, perhaps some sort of medication that you might be on. Uh, with mm. your book, what have you? What sort of feedback have you received, Nikki, from mothers who've picked that up and and they've found it to be a tremendous resource? Yeah, I think mothers who've been reading it have really related to the stories because I actually interviewed a lot of mothers to get their stories into the book. I think I've got about fifteen different stories in the book of women who faced anxiety, depression. Some of them have had PTSD or OCD as well. So, And there have been women as well that have felt suicidal. Their stories are in the book as well. So I think there's just been um, good feedback on reading stories because there's power in our stories. And, and I think like we sometimes we go through hard things so that we can help someone else through their hard things <laughs> so that's you know it, it makes us feel like there is like a silver lining to the dark clouds that we've been through and while the book is a fabulous resource and we'll encourage people to get a hold of it uh, there's also some online presence that you've got where people can make contact with you almost immediately encouraging mums with hope a community facebook group 
and an mm-hmm. Instagram account as well as your website blog. So there's help for mums online immediately who might be going through some of these challenges. Yeah, that's right. And another thing I've done is a little online course. People can get a free glimpse into that if they want to when they go to the website and and just have a look at some of the videos that I've created to go along with the chapters in the book. And it's all just there to encourage mothers because I remember how I felt so discouraged and hopeless in that season, but it was also just a season. So this book and this community is empowerment for women of faith during their season of maternal depression, and the season will end. Okay, so we're talking postnatal depression, anxiety, and postnatal psychosis. Serious things, especially when you're in the middle of that uh, dreadful spiraling out of control and feeling as though you're abandoned. Let me point listeners to the website, and I'll say too that the book is in fact available in the Vision Store. So simply go to vision.org.au and you'll find a link there for Vision Store where you can find Nikki Jeffries' book. And to get these other resources that we're talking about, you can go to Nikki's website, nickyjeffrey.com. Now let me spell that. You've got to get the spelling right. N I C K I J E F E R Y dot com. That's nickyjeffrey.com. Nikki's book is called Encouraging Mums with Hope: Light in the Darkness of Maternal Depression. NikkiJeffrey.com and you can get a hold of the book in the Vision Store. Nikki, thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts and your heart with us today on 2020. Thank you for having me, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.